and Harmony. Puppy. Hi. What a cute outfit. Last year. Well, this is interesting. It's a sort of a double date. Looks like your friends started the party a little early, huh? <laughs> Say, let's have a look at the new boy. Hi, I'm Parker. I like him. He's got, um, what's the word? Vulnerability. And you with Harmony. <laughs> What'd you lose a bet? Hey! Scene one, Apple, take one. Hey there, boys and girls. It's episode 57 of Revisiting Sunnydale, and Marcella's back. I'm here! Yay! So, and I'm Camila, and I'm Marcella. So, yeah, we are here, obviously, to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're going back on this journey to uh, rewatch each and every episode. We started in the, from the beginning, season one, number one. Now we are on season four, episode three. Can you believe it? It's been such a journey. But an exquisite journey. So, um, as always, this episode is going to going to contain spoilers. But it's been since like forever, the '90s or something. So that's uh, on you. I know. <laughs> but please, while we're here, while we have you, could you please do us a, a humongous favor and um, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and or Libsyn, however you like to get your podcasts. Revisiting Sunnydale. You can also like our Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale, and follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. We also really like some rates and reviews as well because we want to hear from you and we want your opinion. Yes. We want to know how we're doing. Ugh, we can actually say like, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> oh <my> God, oh. <laughs> we have to do it. I know. It has to be done. So, good so please yeah. like, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> yes, while we're here, while we're at it. That's what we like. So, good news. This is a Spike episode. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So you know how much we enjoy those? And things are going to get real weird like when he oh, yeah. starts to become in every episode. <laughs> just just accept it. Just follow us on this crazy path. And... There's going to be a lot of giggling and ooing and yeah. googling and, and humming, a, humming a sigh. I apologize now. It's going to get weird. Yeah. It's going to get uncomfortable. It's going to yeah. get real personal. Yeah. A little bit, a little intimate. Yep. A little messy. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we're talking uh, poor choices in bedmates, something we've all done, especially in college. I'm <laughs> sure we all have someone we would rather not be on that hit list. <laughs> um, and uh, Buffy's hitting all the marks of growing up. Yeah. But before we get into that. Obs, she makes bad choices. She makes a lot of bad choices. That poor baby. But um, we're going to do some unboxing. Yes. We got a couple of new things and an old fave. Do you want to start with the old fave? Sure. Okay. So we have the May Allure Beauty Box, and it is pretty good this month. Oh. I'm happy. I can't get it open. There we go. <laughs> so the Allure Box is a monthly beauty subscription box, and this month it had all kinds of wonderful things. So first up, we have a Luxie brush. And it's short and pink and soft and pretty. And I love getting makeup brushes. You can just keep sending them to me because that means I never have to buy them. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So it's a tapered blending eye brush. Full price is $12. Yeah. Good on you. <laughs> I like it. 
So then they also sent you a Duce Frematic eyeshadow. So a couple months ago, remember that one shadow palette I got that had like four um, eyeshadows? That I just destroyed this box. <laughs> yes. um, it had like four eyeshadows in it that were like, there was a black, a gray. Yeah. But they had like these tiny little... Yes. And I keep getting these tiny little mm-hmm. eyeshadows. That's so because tiny. it's a magnetic palette that you can swap out. Oh, you're supposed to have like a bigger thing? Well, no, just that one four eyeshadow palette. You oh. can pop them out and swap in any of the colors that you huh. want. That's a so good color. So every couple months from now on, they're going to send you a new one. Nice. And this month I got like this lavender. It's called Jody. Okay. I wish it was called something else. I wish I hadn't just looked down in the book and seen that it was called Jody. <laughs> it just says Duce Eyeshadow Mono in Jody. All right. Jody's not a color. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very rarely a person that you want to yeah. associate with. Sorry to any Jodies out there. But it's a nice little pink. It's a yeah, it's like a little lavender pinkish kind of yeah, thing. It's you nice. You can use it as highlighting probably like mm-hmm. in the corners of your eyes. Yeah. That's a good color. I like it. So once I get through some of the other ones, I might swap it out. Yeah. Right now, the palette's in my travel kit that I take with me for work. So that's really nice that I can swap out depending on what kind of business meeting it is. Yeah. Um, I did just destroy the outer packaging of that one. So (laughs) I'm going to have to put that in somehow. Next up, we have a nip body oil, relaxing body oil. Mm -hmm. So you put it on and it's supposed to de-stress you. Oh, and it's lavender scented. Oh, gimme. Oh, that's so nice. Right? And it's just a... It's just, just a body oil. oil. But don't put that one on, because I have a different one for you to put on. Okay. I don't, you don't want me to get too relaxed no. over here? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's really... The next one, I, I really, really like it. Even though Raven said it smelled a little bit like Vicks, but I think it smells like lavender. <laughs> so it's a um, stress check, breathe in in lavender and you put it on your pulse your stress points your pulse points Mm -hmm. and then you just smell it it does smell a little bit like Vicks but like a Vicks lavender yeah but I also kind of like the smell me too now that's That's good stuff yeah and it's supposed to de-stress you isn't that nice where do I get a giant right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I was very, I was ooh, like, okay. So I was really happy with the body oil too, because you could have gotten it in lavender, safflower and olive. Boo. Or almond blossom. I won. Yeah, absolutely. Almond blossom? Who wants to smell like <laughs> almond blossom? So the, this works, stress check, breathe in fragrance. It's a natural scent that's both earthy and crisp. It has notes of lavender, eucalyptus there and frankincense. That's the VIX. So it says it's the full size is $30. You can get it at thisworks.com and you enter Allure 20 at checkout for 20% off. Ooh, I need yeah. to, I need this in my life. This Isn't is, it great? I really like it. Just sniffing my wrists all day. Uh-huh. Thumbs up to This Works because this works. This works. <laughs> I like it. Truth in advertising. Next, we have Skin Fix and I've seen their products in other boxes and I'm always jealous because I want it. I want to try it. <laughs> So now I get to try it. And this one is a foaming clay cleanser. So that just sounds delightful. So what it does, it's a facial cleanser for all skin types. It cleans skin without making it feel dry. The full size is $14.99. You can get it at CVS. 
I don't like little squirt. I'm afraid I'm going to squirt myself in the face. <laughs> and I think it might. It does. It has a seal on it. <laughs> no wonder I couldn't squirt it. <laughs> that smells like clay. Yes, it does. But it, something very relaxing about it, though. Yeah. It's like earthy. Yeah. So this whole box had like a. That's a really good box. De-stressing kind of yeah. cool feel to it. And there's some sunscreen. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And they're all good sizes, too. That's what I really like about all of the other, other than the little palette, but that's a good size for that palette that they gave me. Yeah. But everything else is a really nice size. Mm-hmm. So, Especially that body oil. Yeah. That's a really good... Yeah. It's big. So now that you've smelled the the stress one, you can put some of that one on if you want. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Just keep smelling. I don't, I don't, I don't want to cross-contaminate. Mm-hmm. I'm good. So I'm very happy with the Allure box this month. You get a nice big old maybe nine and a half out of me. All right. Yeah. So that was really good. And now you have a new one. Uh Uh-huh. I have a new beauty box. Not, it's a little more expensive than Allure, Ipsy, and Birch box. This one is Onyx box, and it's $25 a month. And it's uh, discovered the best of black beauty every month with, with Onyx box. And, um... Supposedly you get like four to six full sizes of del- and deluxe sizes of items and things like that. So this is the first one that I got. I'm excited. That's pretty stoked too. How's the packaging? Um, not bad. It's not, not bad. bad. You know, not sturdy. Yeah. It's colored. It wasn't. I mean, they did it come in an outer package or did it I ship it, just like that? No, I think it was. This box was inside a big puffy envelope. Okay. Um, so we've got. A little card here. The clean slate, I guess, is the this month's is April's theme. While you're in the midst of spring cleaning or not, make time for some spring queening. Hmm. Give your melanin some extra love with these hashtag Black Girl approved goodies. Start the season with a clean slate, slick edges and all, adjusts crown. Hashtag Onyx Clean Slate. So okay, so these are this is the card. I might not be cool enough for this box. <laughs> First off, we've got, I believe this is an edges brush. It's like, what am I, what exactly am I supposed to use that brush? It's a tiny little brush. Yes. But a thick brush. It's for your edges, girl. It's for your edges. So like when I. I have edge smoothener. I do have that. Yeah, I have like an edge control Mm -hmm. stuff that sometimes my real brush is just too big to really get in there. And it's usually when I wear like those twists, those goddess braids. So you just get up in there. Mm -hmm. Get it. So yeah, I didn't even realize I needed that. Awesome. So that's what I need. Cha-ching. Check one. So that one is a cream of nature edge control mini brush now how much does it say how much like it doesn't say how much this was um it says about the other stuff um which oh they also gave me some perfect edges extra some argon oil and uh, also by cream of nature they do not put the real price of this but this is a big that is a that's jar. that's a full size that's full size like you would see that that's 63.7 grams that's you'll have that for at least a year yeah just for edges yeah i don't even use it every day yeah. like it probably smells really good i should hope so well let's go oh, nice. let's uh, let's open it and see yeah i mean argon oil i love subscription boxes <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> not, not that. No, no, not really. that great. Oh. <laughs> oh no. It looks like amber. It smells like a rug. 
like have you ever gone in like a rug shop yes. it's a, it smells like a rug what is that smell oh uh, moroccan rugs um, we were wrong <laughs> we were so wrong ah. um looks like i believe an eyeliner by i think it's blue Afra. i can't i know it looks blue but i can't offer cosmetics I like Afra. sapphire eye pencil this is normally 13 dollars wow Thirteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Who the hell is paying for that? Um, we've got some rose quench serum for all skin types. Aaron's faces skincare upright upgrade alert. Great for all skin types. So made with rose water. So I guess what I'm just supposed to refresh my skin for this. I spray this on my face. So apply two to three pumps of serum to clean dry skin after cleansing. I have to clean my clean. That always gets me, like, with the masks and yes. stuff. Like, apply to clean. But, oh, oh. I thought that's what I was doing. That's, what, that's another snap. Now I don't want to. I don't want to do it anymore I'm done. now. <laughs> I have not. I just, I'm, I'm fucked up. Washed my face and I'm not doing it. <laughs> this doesn't smell so bad. So, I mean, I don't. Mm-mm. I guess it's But still. Mo- it's just one more thing. I another step. Uh, but what I did, what I enjoyed most and what smells the greatest is this. Is the activated charcoal bar by Urban Eden? Oh, that does smell good. And I, wow, I love charcoal soap. That's amazing. And since Shea Moisture decided to act an ass, I was looking for a new, does it a new brand? What does it do? What are the benefits to um, it? Um, it's more for like, um, like if you suffer acne problems and just like smoother skin, just a deep cleaning without being so harsh. Hmm. So it smells really good. Yeah, there's like with the coconut oil and shea butter, palm oil. Looks like someone ate the top of it. I know. I don't know why these soap companies are doing that now, <laughs> like that break off mm-hmm. thing. So, and this is normally just five ninety nine, <clears throat> but this, this serum is a sixty dollar. <laughs> sixty dollars for Mm-mm. this little guy. That is one entire ounce. That's one ounce. One entire ounce. This shit better. Turn back the time. Right? I better be a baby. 15, 20 years. I want to be fucking Benjamin Button at this point. So it comes with like four to five. One, two, three, four. Yeah, five things. And it looks like everything is normal size except for the teeny tiny edge brush. But what do you need a big one for? So yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and give them another go next I do month. Another, yeah, I do one more. So I am, yeah. So onyxbox.com, I believe, is what the actual website is. $25. Get your life. Get your edges right. <laughs> wow. Check them out. <laughs> That's, uh, I like it. Yeah, I'm all for it. We'll see how so, next month goes. I would yeah. like to see some makeup, like actual mm-hmm. like eyeshadow, because I'm thinking it would be some really dark purples and pretties. Yeah. And, like, I would, that would be really nice. I would really be pumped for a lipstick. And I know they, they've done lipstick Ooh, in the past. Yes, lipstick so. would be great. Mm-hmm. Lipstick would be really great. So the other box that newbie box that we have this week. Yes. It's so a little excited. different. A little different from our usual beat. But uh, we are grown women with grown women life choices <laughs> and one of those happens to be a newfound love of tea we love tea <laughs> well I get your it. minds out of the gutter yes. we like tea. <laughs> tea so marcella yes take it away i reached out to tea which we talked about a little bit 
in a different episode when we yeah. first went to the Cleveland Wizard Con, yeah. Wizard World. We talked state, and she was talking about her company, T Runner. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband Charlie Ritchie own TRunner.com, and it's a monthly subscription service for tea. And each month they send you four packets of loose leaf tea. And I wrote to them and invited that, you know, invited her to be on the show and asked them if they would like to send us a box. She is very busy, which she's an awesome actress. So I right. fully understand why she's busy. Keep so she couldn't busy. be on the show. But they did send us a box. Yes. Thank you. Review. Thank you. So they are a first box mm-hmm. that's been sent to us. Yay. Specifically for Milestone. review. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> so our first box, we're going to split it up. We're going right. to split Split up this review, and in our first episode this week, we're going to do two, two tastings. Yep. And then next week in our episode, we'll do the other two. Right. So I guess each box comes with four different teas, and yeah. they're decent-sized bags for yeah, each tea. Yeah, they're pretty good size. You could probably get about five or six cups out of each bag. Yeah. Depending on how strong you like your tea. And it's a very popular subscription box because... It's sold out for this month. You can't even get it. So, so it's, it's one of those. Yeah, where... it's there's a limited amount. So they think in late May they'll be able to add another 30 to 50, it says. Hmm. It says, we're currently sold out, but please join our wait list to be notified when we're accepting new members. We estimate there will be room for 30 to 50 new members wow. in late May. And how much is the? It, um, I think it's like $25. That's That's a really good. Yeah. It um, comes regular mail. They ship to the U.S., Canada, and it goes through um, Canadian Post for Canada and the USPS. So it came in a really cute just cardboard box, Mm -hmm. and you open it up, and it had – we'll put pictures on the site, but it had, you know, a little piece of tissue paper and a seal, and it was It reminded me of, like, a really big chocolate bar. Yes, like Willy Wonka. (laughs) Like, Like, I'm going to get the golden ticket. (laughs) And you open it up, and there were your four pouches, and each pouch has directions on it. Like, there's no info card, but each pouch has the directions on how long you steep it, little background knowledge and so i am trying the what was it called fellini's Fellini's folly Folly, Mm -hmm. which is pretty good except for the weird it has an organic licorice in it that on the back end i'm like if you don't like licorice yeah probably not for you but it's supposed to aid in sleep so hopefully i won't pass out (laughs) but um it helps the sore stomach and aids in sleep so i you know i like tea yeah any like a rubious rubos i never know how to pronounce it yeah that is the base of that tea which Mm -hmm. i have um recently discovered that kind of tea because um it helps also with allergies that's been helping me with my allergies for the spring lovely because i've just developed those as i get another lovely Mm -hmm. little punch in the yep what does rachel say Oh, the kicking in the crotch, spit on your neck, fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the one. That's how it is. So the tea that I have is the English breakfast, and it is, I, I like English breakfast tea, and it's good. And especially I put, I added a little uh, caramel silk almond milk creamer, mm. just a wee bit, and it's delightful. You know, when I was younger, I would add so much sugar to my tea. Mm. Like even hot tea, like I would just add tons of sweetener, tons of milk, and now I don't put anything in it at all. Wow! I just, just embrace the tea. Drink it mm-hmm. straight. Now iced tea, I still love my sweetener. Oh yeah, you know, 
lots of not lots of sugar, but enough sugar that it's you know, yeah, a little there, just a little yeah. hint. And I like to to sun brew my tea. There's something oh. about putting it in a nice big glass container on the windowsill, letting that. the sun just brew your tea. Yeah, I really like it. I have yet to try that. That's um, good. Yeah. So um, I am pleased. I'm pleased these. so far. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. It's twenty five dollars a month, and you can either get it billed monthly, or you can do a three month membership or a six month membership. Awesome. So thank you again to you runners. Yes. Thank you so much. Was, I'm. I can't wait to try the next two. That was extremely awesome of you guys. Yes. And it is it that you know. I mean, what's better than getting loose leaf tea? In I know, the mail? right? It's so grown up. I know. <laughs> So, I guess what you're all here for is um, the episode of Buffy that we're going to be doing. <laughs> and it is, if you haven't guessed by now, it's Harsh Light of Day. If you haven't read the flipping. Just real quick. Have you, Marcella, before we get into this, have you been watching Handmaid's Tale at all? Not yet. Okay. It's um, It has no Buffy link to it whatsoever. But no, but I it just... has a Gilmore Girl link. Yes, it does. Alexis Bledel is yes, and um, I was able to see her something more than just Rory in this. Good. Uh, But I mean, I I never. I guess I never really just saw her as Rory because I didn't really know her as Rory. Because the only other thing I've ever seen her in was um, Mad Men and Sin City. That's right. And she reminded me of Rory and Sin City. That was awkward because just because she looked like such a little girl, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. big blue eyes. Yeah, but um, Handmaid's Tale. Extremely creepy, but, is it? but it's really good. Did it's you see so the good. SNL parody? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Harsh Light of Day, season four, episode three, original air date, October 19th, 1999. <laughs> wow, we're still in like the 90s at this point, man. I'm on a huge 90s m- music kick. I can't put it down. I miss it. You shouldn't want to. You I miss it. You shouldn't put it down. Let's, let's embrace it. Yep. That just- Love it. Let that seep in. Turn on that Amazon Music channel and just <laughs> let it flow. <laughs> so um, this episode was written by Jane Epsonson. One of my favorites. Espenson. Directed by James A. Conter. As Buffy gets to know a charming student named Parker. <sighs> Spike searches for a ring that, according to legend, makes the wearer invincible. Guest stars James Marsters as Spike. Yay! Ooh. Wait, I have something for this. <laughs> so I've been I've been um playing around with some things here on Spotify. And so okay, once again, so we've got James Marsters. Oh wow, this shit's still playing. We've got <laughs> James Marsters as Spike. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh Mercedes McNabb as Harmony. And Adam Kaufman as Parker no. Abrams. <sighs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about him. I can't stand Parker. He is the worst. He really is. Well, <sighs> Kathy's the fucking worst. I guess. He's second worst. Is he though? <laughs> second? I don't know. You so- guys talked about it last week. She... She flossed in bed. In bed. And clipped her toenails. And clipped her toenails. And ironed her jeans. Mm -mm. She's the worst. Plus, she stole her fucking soul. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, there's that. At least he only metaphorically stole her soul. <laughs> so Buffy is creeping on Parker at the bronze. She's so creepy. She, it's so creepy. It is. She's like staring at him in a mirror behind yes. Willow. And, and apparently they've been hanging out all week. I guess. Sure. He was in it for the long haul. Yeah, he was. This is the long con that he was working on. And, um, you know, her and Buffy and Willow are having little chats about Parker and her wrong, lusty feelings. And then Willow's like, you know what? These aren't wrong feelings. I love that. You are a single adult ish woman. No damn thing wrong with what you're feeling. Go ahead and feel it. Yep. And, uh, you know, they chit chat a little bit. Then Parker strolls over and is like, hey, I'm uh, leaving now. And, you know, it's not safe for you to. So maybe I should walk you. Okay. So she- Seth Green looks amazing in this season. <laughs> like, he just looks so good. He's like really gotten that that stoic stare down. Uh-huh. <laughs> he really has. I love the color of the hair. Yeah. Just this is the best. His mm-hmm. hair. This is the best hair color that he's experienced in this entire series. Yeah. So, you know, they're going out, they uh, leave and whatever, and uh, the the band is done playing. They're getting ready to leave. Uh, dingoes are playing at the bronze, per usual. And they're loading up the van. And why, can we talk about Devin's outfit? What the fuck's he wearing? He's wearing, like, his little sister's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> They really are. They're so tight and He's got so a short. Crop top, oh, tight t-shirt, and another ill-fitting t-shirt on glitter button-down shirt. Um, um, on top of that, yeah, both yeah. of them two sizes too small. No, and like his pants, he's got no belt on. No, like they're. I'm looking at what's supposed to be the devil's horns. <laughs> Not good on Devin, by the way. No, I'm looking at a hairy belly. You're looking at a 40 year old man in the top of his tidy whiteies. I see. And Willow's wearing sheep a sheep's coat in California. Somebody is not completely pro- like dressing weather appropriately. Well, what really bothers me about the wardrobe dre- the wardrobe people on this show, if you're going to have her wear this big heavy that coat looks hot. Yeah, it does. Oh yeah, she's sweating. Then everyone else needs to be dressed to match or else Willow looks like a crazy person. Yes. Why, and, is, why is Willow in this winter coat? Yes. And Devin's in a crop top. Right. <laughs> and Harmony's got a cami yeah. set on. Nobody else is wearing a jacket. Which, hello, welcome back, Harmony. Who made you and how? So, yeah. So, last we saw her was at Ascension, mm-hmm. at graduation. Yep. We did see Harmony get taken down by yep. a vampire. So, in all of that chaos, the vampire stopped and decided to make her a vampire? I guess. Or was it I call like, bullshit, but okay. Yeah, it just doesn't make like there no. was a lot of chaos happening. Yeah, Who? there was not enough time. No, and then you buried her. Yeah, waited for. So no. I mean, I will, I will accept that maybe they didn't have to bury her. Right, I'll accept that. Maybe they threw her in a closet somewhere. Yeah, sure, sure. But who would have had the foresight and wherewithal to have done that? Mm-hmm. And all, they were all looking out for themselves. Yeah. So, mm. and then, okay, I guess we'll get to that. But yeah, so Harmony shows up and uh, she's a vampire and she uh, tries to eat Willow. Yeah. So it's not bad enough that she has been terrorizing her all through high school. So now she wants to try to eat her. Yep. And so it's insult or injury to insult. (laughs) And she's not a pretty vampire. Mm Mm-mm. 
She's awful. But I swear I, Spike's the only one that's still attractive <laughs> as a vampire, but that could be it's because just the lust for Spike. him is just, yeah, it just, it runs so deep. It goes through. <laughs> but Oz saves the day. With a mic stand and a cross. And it's kind of hot. It is. Mm-hmm. Good, good job, Oz. Is Devin there? Is he all like, whoa? I would imagine he just ran off. He's pissing himself. <laughs> So then we have to go through this awkward long walk home. It's the most awkward and terrible conversation. And he's taught, he claims his father, Parker claims his father died mm-hmm. last year. I feel like that's a bullshit story. I feel like that's a lie. And he's been telling that same story for mm-hmm. since he's been in college. And um, he's the first person to ever notice she has a scar on her neck. We've never seen it before. Yeah. Never talk about and it And it's since. big. It's a pretty big scar. But it's, you know... We're supposed to believe that it's Angel's Bite from graduation day. Right. But I'm pretty sure it's the same place where the mayor bit her. The mayor? When the mayor, not the mayor, the master. Master. When the master bit her. Right. So, yeah, it should have been. She should have had a scar this entire time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, sure. Fine. Now, we will see in season five that. Dracula bites her right in the same space, but he does it on purpose, I think. Yeah, but <laughs> stop letting people reopen that wound. That's gross. The scar tissue on there has got to be huge. Yes, it's it's just oh, you can see it from space along with Parker's eyebrows. His eyebrows. <laughs> they look like the kind. Do you remember those things we had when we were little? Uh, it was like an etch a sketch, but it was more. <laughs> Charcoal? Yeah. Was it charcoal? It was like or magnetic like, yes. charcoal or yes. something. And it was like a dude's face. Yes. And then you moved it to make a mustache, make or eyebrows, a big eyebrow. yeah. or hair. That's what Parker's eyebrows look like. Like they're about to run off his face and rejoin his lip at any point. I don't like it. Yes. Um, yeah. So he's telling her a bunch of, you know, he's doing the whole seize the day, no regrets. Oh, my God. Don't fall for this shit. She is falling for it hardcore. She's just, she's just all dreamy eyes and <laughs> poor Buffy. Uh, so, yeah, she's all Debbie Gibson and lost in his eyes and half of you won't get that reference. And uh... <laughs> look it up. <laughs> Tweet us if you do and tell us what that means. Right. <laughs> I just, he, he exudes warning signs. Yeah. He's a predator. Yeah. Predator. And I don't see, she's a smart girl. I don't understand why she doesn't see any of this. Like, it's not like she is fresh off of date of angel right well, i guess sort of it's been kinda. a summer it's been a full summer it's been a full summer that's long she, enough she can't for be that desperate that thirsty no like parker is not that charming warning so- warning we've got a stage five clinger on giles's premises <laughs> so xander's helping giles uh organize i guess for a little cashola and anya just barges the fuck in why won't she go away <laughs> and bombard xander with all these questions about their quote-unquote relationship. relationship he's like a hum and a what we went to prom <laughs> exactly one date we've had and second time i saw you you pieced out on me We're yeah like, yo i don't have time for I this i hope you die <laughs> i thought we were done <laughs> I'm sorry. And I love that Giles is like, what the, f- get the fuck out of my house. And she tries to be like, I don't want to talk to Xander alone. And Giles is like, this is my house. I'm not going. You can go outside. <laughs> oh, Susan Keats. 
her hair is so long and brown. Like this is I think this is like the last season we see her with maybe this dark like uh, it doesn't come back until the end does she have this darker brown hair again. Right. And it almost feels like a wig. Like it's it too looks much. like a wig. It's, it's too thick and it sits weird it, on the top of her head. Yeah. So I don't know if she was coming off of some other show or some other projects where her she had a funky haircut. Mm-hmm. But this isn't I can't believe that that's her real hair. Emma, if it is, we apologize. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but we've all had some poor choices. Don't some hate poor us. hair choices. Just look at <laughs> fucking Charisma Carpenter and most in the first three seasons of HL. Ooh. <laughs> there's one there's one in particular where she first cut her hair and it looks super cute. Right. Then she cut it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it was like one more cut. And mm-hmm. it was like, why? Just, just then she was like, This is bad, I'm cutting it all. And no, <laughs> oh my god, it's all gone. <laughs> She's got it back. She's the prettiest hair. It's such good hair. I have such hair envy of uh-huh. her, over Christmas Carpenter. She should be doing shampoo commercials. Yeah, she should. It's so long and thick and just shiny. <sighs> okay, so they get all, all through that and done. And, you know, and I guess basically, you know, Xander tells Anya, like, basically, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> She's like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, Willow and Oz get to Buffy. They tell her about Harmony. They interrupt. At least this time, they pause parker and his predatory ways he's probably like son of a bitch they cock block him <laughs> yeah because he was gonna go he was gonna try was and get in there like, yeah he was he was trying but my question here is okay this town is not this big so the harmony attack and them walking back how long did that take they were both at the everybody was at the bronze yeah they were buffy left before them right and they got attacked by harmony buffy well, I mean, and we get this whole scene with Anya and Xander in the meantime. <laughs> well, Buffy and Parker were walking pretty slow. Let's say I maybe the school is on the outskirts of Sunnydale. You know, at one point we did find a map or something. I thought, oh yeah, we I saw had it. A yeah, map and maybe I we hate her top. Probably keep that handy. So, um, Willow and Oz warn Buffy about Harmony. <laughs> another, Puppy. but here's another plot twist: Harmony's boyfriend, Spike. Yes, there's this interest. There's a funny little scene where um, Willow is so pissed off. My boyfriend's gonna kill you. She's like, <laughs> and, and Buffy's like, you know, boyfriend. Like, who? Harmony dead. <laughs> and Willow's like, she's probably lying. She used to, oh, you, I have a boyfriend. You don't know him. He goes to another school. <laughs> oh, she ain't lying this time, folks. Nope. She won the damn lottery. Yeah. And here's my other question: How did they hook up? How they? Where meet? did they meet? Yeah. Where? And how he must have been super vulnerable after Drusilla left yeah, him. Yeah, that's all. I, like he is in tatters. Yeah. at this point, because I really there's because he he definitely didn't make her. He no. didn't sire her. No. So, but did they meet in Sunnydale? Because that's, he came, I don't know. Because it, it, the way they're talking, it's like he came back to Sunnydale with her mm-hmm. for the purpose of this gem of Amara. Yeah. So where the fuck did they meet? He does say a little bit later, it's a funny story when he's, yeah. t- yeah, and I'm like, well, I want to know this story. Tell me this story. <laughs> and, and what is this story? So he's tunneling for something and we do find out it's the gem of Amara and it will make the wear unkillable, mm-hmm. but she's so annoying. She's just haggard and going on. I want to go out. You said you'd take me places. And now I'm, oh my God. He is visibly annoyed, like instantly. And super abusive. He's very abusive. Unfortunately, it's a little hot. I think Harmony's a, a little, tad bit of a sadomasochist. I uh-huh. think she, she kind of digs it. Yeah. Um, maybe the words hurt a little bit too much more for her, but she likes the tossing about. Right. Um, 
<laughs> I love the guy they have tied up in the tunnel. And he's like, just go eat that person. We don't need to go out. She's like, ew. I think I had a math class with him. <laughs> I didn't like him then either. <laughs> this poor guy is just like near dead, yeah. hanging on the wall. Be somebody in this all. <laughs> and she's like, I want to go out. And he throws her up against the wall. And she's like, oh, right here in front of everybody. Yeah, she's into it. Yeah, she, she digs it. Which immediately kind of gets rid of his anger, though. He's kind of like turned on, too. Yeah, it's such a fucked it up relationship. It gets real weird. <laughs> They're <laughs> they're in a very like circular mm-hmm. circularly abusive relationship. It's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. And and like you said, it just he must have been just really vulnerable and just in mm-hmm. tatters after Drusilla. And again, it would really be helpful to me to find out exactly what city or state they were. Yeah, in like I always wondered, met. was it in? Is it? It was never in any of the comics so far. The comics that we have. No. But I wonder if it's in the Spike one, mm. or if there's a some weird Harmony one that it might be in. Maybe. Because obviously she still never made it to France. Yeah. Because she said she wanted to do that. That's all she ever says. Yeah. (laughs) So Buffy and I just broke my nail. So Harmony convinces Spike to take her out to a party. Yes. Where Parker and Buffy happen to be. And Biff Naked's playing. Or as I like to call them, not no doubt. Not no doubt. <laughs> How much does it cost to get Biff naked to play your college party? Probably about twelve dollars. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> she looks like she has uh, HPV. No. Mm-hmm. Not Gwen Stefani. Nope. Um, they're very. <sighs> so they're playing. They're Just a moment of weakness is playing. playing. I do like the slow song that ends up playing a little really? bit later. I, I hate do. It. I like that one. I think it p- coupled with her. Before watching her perform well, yeah. it, that really irks me. If I don't look at her yeah. and I just listen to it. <laughs> but so what you made a note that Parker's dumb as fuck because how's he not noticed the big ass bite taken out of that clearly almost dead guy? He's gray. He's graying. Yeah. This, they've been sucking on this dude for yeah. a minute. I don't know where they're taking him. They should have just left him wherever right. he was. He's like, oh, it looks like your friend had one too many. One you too think? many what? Bites in his neck? Yeah. He, One absolutely, too, yeah, has, absolutely. He is visibly bleeding from the neck. And <laughs> Buffy makes fun of Spike's choice here, saying that he must have lost a bet <laughs> to be with Harmony. <laughs> Harmony. Harmony, I really like her outfit. Her I do. She looks really cute. Yeah. I do like that her insult to Buffy is that it's a cute outfit as well. Last season. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't lost her cordette yes touche yeah well done um so yeah so uh they uh chase ensues basically mm-hmm. um spike and harmony take off and spike basically was leaving harmony to fend for herself yes. <laughs> um and uh buffy goes after him and uh she finally catches up to them and <laughs> Harmony is like the fucking worst. <laughs> like she just spills all of Spike's she does. tea, and she's like the plan, right? Buffy's is- like, you know what? Did Drusilla dump you again? And and he's like, well, maybe I dumped her. And Harmony's like, Ugh, that's all he ever talks about. How she dumped you for his fungus demon. <laughs> and then he's like, Aw. would you shut the fuck up? And then Buffy's, and then he's finally he's like, you know what? Not now. I'm not gonna kill you now. I'm not gonna. It's not the time. <laughs> And, and Harmony's like, yeah, once we find the gym of Martin. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he drags her <laughs> he off. He snatches her ass up. 
I love it. <laughs> She's the worst. So then we go back to Xander's basement, and here comes the clinger again. Anya shows up. Yep. And again, she never knocks. Nope, never just walks knocks. in. Always just, just walks in. And, she, you know, Xander goes to get her a juice box. <laughs> And when he turns back around, she has pulled she naked. Barney's naked man trick. <laughs> she naked. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's a very funny squeeze of the juice box that makes it into the credits eventually. Yeah. <laughs> what I really love is like when we come back to them after like the scene <laughs> and she's just like going on and on mm-hmm. and like very technically. Yeah. Scene one, Apple, take one. At which point the matter is brought to a conclusion with both parties satisfied and able to move on with their separate lives and interests. To sum up, I think it's a workable plan. So, the crux of this plan is... Sexual intercourse. I've said it like a dozen times. Uh Uh-huh. Just working through a little hysterical deafness here. I think it's the secret to getting you out of my mind. Putting you behind me. Behind me figuratively. I'm thinking face-to-face for the event itself. Ah, right. It's just we hardly know each other. I mean, I like you. And you have a certain directness that I admire, but sexual inter... What you're talking about, well, and I'm actually turning into a woman as I say this, but it's about expressing something and accepting consequences. Oh, I have condoms. Some are black. That's... That's very considerate. I like you. You're funny and you're nicely shaped, and frankly, it's ludicrous to have these interlocking bodies and not interlock. Please remove your clothing now. Yeah. And Xander's just like, you know, still more romantic still more than romantic. Faith. <laughs> Poor Xander. He is at, he had a really rough beginning he on did. his sexual journey. He really did. <laughs> so much confusion. Like, first he's he's playing Tom. Uh, tonsil hockey with uh, his forbidden mm-hmm. his cheating on his girlfriend on this much too hot for him girlfriend yep. already and I'm assuming Who, they just did some over the clothes yes stuff. I'm thinking there was some heavy petting yeah but he never quite got there no and then he's like cheating on her but with some still like heavy petting making out with Willow and then you know Faith basically sexually assaults him yeah <laughs> almost twice yeah and then uh, this poor thing poor thing <laughs> so- but he goes for it yeah, he's like, oh. well, I don't think he really had a choice. No, nah, yeah. I think, yeah, he was better for him. <laughs> she to- said, take your clothes off now. Okay. Yep. Done. Yes, ma'am. So Buffy calls Giles. I, I do. I am. I don't like <laughs> how he's like, um, when he tries to rationalize that <laughs> this isn't. I'm turning into a woman as I say this. Like it was supposed mm-hmm. to be more. We're supposed to be feeling more. I don't like that we. Had, of course, you can feel. You can feel. Boys can feel. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So Buffy calls Giles. I'm so insulted by him. Where he's like, "Are you sure? <laughs> this is the one time she's ever gotten something right." And he immediately yes. is just like, "Are you? Fuck you." She could have said that. She could have really fucked it up. Yes. No. She. she like got it right. he, like kissing toast. You knew full well it wasn't kissing toast. At least she got this one right. Right. Jim of Amelia. Yes. Jim of Miranda. Yes. Like, no. She got it right. Yes. No. Cheers, Buffy. Mm-hmm. And Giles thinks it's a a vampire nighttime tale. Yeah. It's just like oh, it's fake. It's a fairy tale. They don't. You know, it doesn't exist. 
whatever. And she's like, okay, well, later. And he's like, yes, yes, go to bed. And she's like, yep, yawn, tired, bye. And she has full intention of not going to her bed. Nope. She heads back to the party. Yippers. And then we get the best scene in the episode. Dun, dun, dun. We transfer to the lair, which is, I don't know where they got all that shit. It's a very nice bed. Yes. How long have they been skulking around in these tunnels? Thank you. Because like, it is laid out in there. Like, it's not just like, we just got here. We've been tunneling around. Right. Like, y'all motherfuckers have been, like, seriously decorating, like, some shit. That yes. You've, you've got, you've scavenged, you've pulled in, like, you've rearranged, you have color coordinated, you've got themes. It's weird. <laughs> and I do have to give it to Mercedes McNabb. She also has very pretty hair. Yeah, she does. And in this scene, she looks really pretty. She does. So she's like laying and she's being super annoying. Again. Wondering if Antonio Banderas is a vampire. She's asking question after question after question. Can I, can, can, um, like, um, hey, my heart's not beating or I don't have a pulse. Yeah. Can I, can I eat a doctor and steal a suspect and my heart not beating? And he's just like, would you just, sh- what does it take to get you to shut the hell up? I really like when she's like, is Antonio Banderas a vampire? <laughs> can I make him one? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Second thought. Yeah. Go, go. Do him and Melanie and the kids yeah. as well. <laughs> but again, he gets really pissed, jumps up, and he's like ready to he rip her roars, throat out. Yeah. Roars for and her. And she shut immediately up. can turn it off. She just starts laughing. Mm-hmm. She just. And starts playing with her, you know, running her finger across about the blue veins in her chest. Well, what are all these blue veins for? And then he's like, damn it. And, he's, and he gets yeah and he's his face softens and is like all right and that's where we get our song of the week <sighs> and it's such a good song that is faith in love yep. by devil doll yes and that whole album the album is called queen of pain it's really good i would highly suggest y'all look that up on spotify or wherever you get your music and uh yeah that's a really good album Especially if you like the jazzy stuff. He stalks up that bed. I would like... James Marster should have received any and every type of award Mm -hmm. for that bed crawl. Yep. I have never seen one before nor since. Nope. That was quite as erotic. Yep. On just like primetime fucking television, regular TV, Mm -hmm. not cable. He's just... James... Still get a little... A little for Clemps. Just and then he gets it. there. I've worn out a, a VHS tape or two. <laughs> I that. love the exchange, too. Because <laughs> he's just like, we've got an extra set of chains. <laughs> and she says, ew. ew. <laughs> <laughs> just because Dorcas went in for that. And he grabs the back of her hair yeah. and there's a bicep clench. Yeah. And that you see it. You're just like, oh, hey. Yeah, hello. Hello there. Hi. <laughs> And he tells her to bite her tongue. And she says, do it for me. Yep. And I think he does. Yeah. And I think she did that on purpose. Uh-huh. She, I think that's the part of the game. She mm-hmm. insults Drusilla. He yep. gets a little, a little yep. more aggressive. A little yep. more. She likes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This relationship's fucked. <laughs> it's so fucked up. <laughs> so then they're going to go at it for a while. So we've got Xander and Anya going at it. We got Spike and Harmony going at it. And now it's time for Buffy to get it in with the worst choice ever. So he's they're sitting there and talking at that party still, I guess. And he basically, uh, you know, Spike nails it later on. He he plays the game like she is seducing him. Mm-hmm. He's like uses certain word choices about 
Making the choice, blah, blah, blah. Living for today. Oh, yeah. Live for today. Seize the name in the moment. Everybody says they get it. <laughs> and she does. She falls for it. And she kisses him. And he's like, what are you doing? Making a joke. <laughs> Shut up, Parker. Shut up, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Next scene. They're going at it. And this shirt is too tight for her mm-hmm. look at what it's doing to her and she's a skinny ass girl right. and um, it was making bumples in her back <laughs> it's too tight marks. she had some indentations mm-hmm. later on it was too tight yeah bad wardrobe people you have bad wardrobe people yeah what i did not the one of the things i didn't like about this scene <clears throat> when we go from buffy and parker making out and that song is playing and then it takes to giles <laughs> So it just seems a little misplaced. It's wrong. <laughs> and then he's just, oh, you're not there. I told you I was going to bed. Why are you calling me in the middle of the night? That is rude. <laughs> Regardless of, the, I'm not home. All right. That's, not, but that's neither here nor there. I told you I was going to bed. Yes. And that's also, and it's kind of reminiscent of when you were like, just or whenever you know you're out and about or just in college you're living your life doing shit you have no business doing your you miss a call from your parents mm-hmm. this is pre cell phones yep and uh you know oh i called you at midnight why the fuck why midnight? it's midnight why are you calling me if i should be in bed i should be in bed yes <laughs> why didn't you answer that? because i should have been asleep and you shouldn't have been trying to wake me up never mind that i was out and about at some party <laughs> So Buffy wakes up the next morning and looks around and realizes Parker's a slob. (laughs) (laughs) There's open Chinese food containers on his desk, trash all over the floor. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's, I would be afraid that I would have caught something from that, from walking into that fucking hazardous wasteland. And she's looking for her pants because she can't find them. She's a little panicked. Now, Buffy once again has woken up alone in bed in a bed with red sheets too you need to start checking the sheets before you uh she's gonna have an aversion to red sheets and to sleeping with people because she keeps waking up alone yeah so this is like yeah parker's only what number two now mm-hmm. it's the second time not even second dude just the second time yes she's had sex yeah so no wonder she like is afraid of abandonment falls into deep depression basically so we find out Parker just went to get coffee. Mm-hmm. But I love the look on his face when she's like, I'll just clear out. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> really? easier than I thought. Easier, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, but I just need one more thing. And he's like, a kiss. She's like, um, actually sure. <laughs> and she starts to like try to make plans for the day. And he's like, oh, but my mom is coming to visit. Yeah. Lies. Mm-hmm. I'll call you. Lies. You're I don't understand prin- why she doesn't get it. You're the prince of lies. You are. <laughs> yep. Then we go to Xander and Anya, which apparently she slept over. Yeah, I was I was curious about that. Okay. Would you cuddle all night long and yeah. then you were just... I was she's like, were like, all just like uncomfortably just laying there awake? Yes, because they're uncomfortably getting dressed. Right. <laughs> like, I don't... Okay. So, and she's just like, I'm over you now. And he's like, okay. And she's like, hey. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? He's like, I would... Do- <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how this works. 
And then we immediately go to Spike and Harmony. There's so many relationships in this. Yes. And this scene is hilarious. <laughs> there as they're afterglow Boba and Spike is still trying to sleep and she's drawing on his back with lipstick. <laughs> and he's like, Spike What the fuck Harmony. are you doing? <laughs> This whole scene, it says Spike loves Harmony on his back. That's right. what makes me laugh. Even after he gets out of bed, he still has Spike right. loves Harmony wonder, on his back. Like how long that, like when you put your clothes on, like because yes. I imagine he forgot about it. He her. didn't shower. I don't think he showered. He didn't shower. So even while he's fighting Buffy later, right. he has Spike loves Harmony written on his back. <laughs> And he's like, I'm going back to work. I can't be around. I'm done. You fucking great on my nerves. I can't with you, girl. She's, he's like, why are you writing on me? Because it's fun. I'm bored. Yeah. He's like, ugh. And then she's like, you love that. Which this is our this is our burn of the this week. This is our burn of the week. She's like, you love that tunnel more than you love me. He's like, I love syphilis more than I love you. And it's just even the way that he says it. Yes. It's like partially under his breath, but loud enough for her to With zero fucks given. (laughs) For her feelings, zero. None. And there she is just like... She almost has a look of, what's syphilis? Like, it doesn't... You you can feel that it it stabs her in the heart a little bit at the same time. She's got to go look it up. I just really wish you... Like, who's syphilis? Yes. (laughs) So then we go to Buffy's room. And she walks in and immediately starts taking her top off. And Willow's like, um, <laughs> we're not alone. Oh, oh, grown man Giles here. Grown man daddy. Giles. And why isn't he like, uh, hello? Hello? <laughs> Hi. So he's come with news that the gem of Amara is real. And they need to get to work. Dun, dun, dun. So he clears out. And when he leaves, Willow immediately is just like, oh my God, it happened with Parker. Did right. it happen? Did it happen? Who, what, when, she why, wants how? gossip. She wants all of it, all of the info. And Buffy's like, kind of trying to not really play it cool. She's like, he said he's going to call. Yeah. And Willow's all, don't you just love this newness part? And I'm not thinking, really. I don't think Buffy really had this. No. Ever. No. Like, she played the weird brooding game with Angel. Yeah. She's no, And then she decided she was going to be a nun. And then <laughs> there's Angel again. Yeah. So, this is all, this is very, this is uncharted territory for poor Buffy. Yeah. So, she's going to try and find Harmony, I guess. Yeah. That's the key to finding Spike, is to find Harmony. But, Spike has decided, since they've broken through, that Harmony has to stay inside now. And what is she wearing? She's got, like, super tight hot pants on. And a cami, I think. And a a tight cami of some sort. It looks like she's like in the middle of getting dressed, and there's a weird fo- uh, mute montage mm-hmm. to a halfway decent song. Yeah, not bad, but just like Buffy, start, like showing around Harmony's picture from the yearbook, and Spike tunneling through the tunnel. Like it's right before that when he throws her up against that wall, she even says to him, "I don't know why I let you be so mean to me." Yeah. So she and and you feel bad for a second, right. like, like I don't know why you let me be. So- let you be so it's like, mean. why do you let him be so mean to you? I know because Harmony has low self-esteem. She has terrible self-esteem, and Cordelia is not around to right. uh, beat her up. So she found Spike. Yep, she apparently needs that in her life. Um, so Buffy's looking for Harmony, waiting for Parker's call. Spike is digging, and he's digging. Parker ain't calling. Parker is not calling, and um, Buffy's bummed out about it. She's pretty. She's pretty bummed, and you can. I feel you feel bad for her. I like, don't. I feel like she's stupid 
because there are warning signs all over him. He smiled in her face at the thought of her clearing out of his room. Yeah. He played. He kind of played that whole thing by the book, just like, "Oh, I'm going to bring you back coffee," and then play the whole, "Oh, uh, you want to kiss before you go?" My mama's coming. I'll call you later. We'll do something. Sure, for sure. He yeah, doesn't probably. like you. <sighs> no, and it really also hurts that like Willow was egging her on so mm-hmm. much to just kind of because she just wants her to be happy. I know, and she doesn't see it either. But Willow should have seen that, like as an outsider. So we get into finally the crypt where they he gets think there. he tunnels through at last and Harmony goes with him. Yep. And there's uh, all kinds of shit in there. Yeah. She's like, oh, right, I guess right before this, when he, she, he slams her up the wall, she was like complaining about France and, and always. There, and he was like, and if I hear bugger all about France again, <laughs> you know, whatever, he's had enough about France. He doesn't want the word France coming out of that girl's mouth mm-hmm. anymore. So they get into there and there's this script, there's all this shitting around and Harmony's like, ooh, pretty. <laughs> Can I take She's stuff? got a tiara on. <laughs> she is going full tilt scavenge. So she's just like trying things on. She's still talking and talking and talking. Spike finds what he thinks is the gem is like a big gaudy fucking Liz Taylor necklace. <laughs> it really is. I don't know why he thought that's what it was. <laughs> and he puts it on and he feels it. He's like, mm. <laughs> But he rips it off of the thing's head. And the head goes rolling, and that's where Harmony's runner-up burn comes from. I love it so much. I love it so much. I, I want to be able to use it in real life someday. I know. <laughs> She's like, ew, like you're too good to work a class. And then she just keeps going on and on and, and on, on, and, and on. he can't take it anymore. He's, she says France. She did. She said France. She said France, <laughs> and that's what snapped him. And he snapped off a fucking wooden stake yep. and stakes her. Yep, he staked her full on in the heart. <laughs> and and um, and he pulls it out. And the hole closes yep. up. Yep, and he's like, motherfucker, you got my ring. Yeah. And she's really, like, she's really hurt by yeah. this. Because he, like, he's not gentle at all about this. She would have taken it off and given it to him. Yeah. But he, like, snatches it off her hand. Right. And she's like, you know what? <laughs> get. Get out. Get out. Just go. Take it and go out and leave. And he's like, you know what? I think I will go outside and play. <laughs> and he leaves. Off he goes. Zero fucks about her feelings. None. After you just staked this broad mm-hmm. and you you manhandled her for your, your little ring. Our new powwow place has become Giles's apartment. Yes. Oz is fascinated by Giles's taste in music. He's he's, he's rummaging through his record collection. He just found a new hero. He's like, I'm going to move in here or steal your records. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Xander finds a TV. And they all gasp. <laughs> He's like, hey, everybody, Giles is as shallow as the rest of us. Willow wants to believe it's just like <laughs> That it art. doesn't work. Yes. yes. <laughs> Xander turns it on. <gasps> Public <Giles>. television. <laughs> Trying to rect- he's trying to justify it. He's like, I did with this public TV. <laughs> and very conveniently, yes. the news gives them a story about a tunnel collapse yes. near the UC Sunnydale campus. Blah, blah, blah. They all deduce that spike. So they rush down there. And they send Xander to look for Buffy. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Buffy, she is uh, also discovering a sinkhole of sorts. <laughs> She runs into Parker spitting the same bullshit to some broad named Katie Loomis. ass story. And he has the fucking gall to introduce her <laughs> to her. And she's just... <laughs> and it's like, huh. Katie's cool. I think you'd like her. 
I doubt that. I'm gonna punch you in the throat. <laughs> I doubt that very much. Yeah, you're gonna get a throat punch. That's what's gonna. That's what's about to. And Katie's just like, huh? <laughs> you guys. Because he's like Katie, you should go to class. <laughs> huh. Okay. And I love that Buffy's. Is she a friend of yours? Yeah, I mean, is she what? What uh? And um, he's just like the whole exchange is just pitiful, and Buffy mm, makes is, my skin crawl. She's so pitiful. Mm-hmm. She's just you know. I thought you were gonna call. He's like, it's only been a few days. Did you need to talk to me about something? You know what, Parker? <laughs> <laughs> this is the fundamental difference between men and women. Like this, and it's yeah. it's cliche, but it is right. This is how the difference in how women and men think. Right. You know, you women say- tend to think. Sooner rather than later. Sooner rather than later. I'll call you later. We'll hook up. Right. That, to me, sounds like within the next 48 hours, at the very most, you're going to call. And we're going to actually go do something. Right. Because you said it. Yeah. It came out of your mouth. Right. Now, if you were going to say, we're just going to fuck. Right. Cool. Right. Then we can go ahead and do that. But don't play all this. That's not the way you do it. No. And just be honest with your game. Exactly. That's all we want. That's all women want to just be honest with your game. Exactly. Because you know what? Nine times out of 10, if you are just like, you know what? I really don't want a relationship. I just want to fuck. Yep. Okay. There will be a woman that's like, that's cool. Yeah. But you don't, you know, then we know ahead of time, right? No, not to get your feelings all up in yep. there, not to worry about this, that, or the other. So, yeah. So just be honest. Yeah. Just be up front. Do and you- he's, he, he pretty much is just like, you know what? I'm done. You know, cause she chases after him. He's like, all right, well, we'll catch up later. Yeah. You know, and she chases after him and she's like, I'm sorry. That's the part that pissed me. She ends up apologizing uh. to him. Oh. She's like, I did this all wrong. And he's like, no, no, we're good. At this point, I just want to, like, jump into the TV. Come here, Buffy. Yeah. I want to snatch her up. No, you can't do this. But someone else is there to snatch her up and slap her around a and bit. And so, like, she gets emotionally just, like, gut punched. And then Spike is there to punch her right in the mouth. He's just like, ah, <laughs> look what just happened to you. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I was standing here to see that. <laughs> This is my lucky day. Look at that. <laughs> and then he goes and makes it gross, too. So exactly at what point does he make it? I mean, they're When he's like, fighting. what'd you do? Yeah. He's like, so you let Parker take a poke. Yeah. That, I mean, he starts off there. She's yes. like, your pig spike. He's like, oh, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> what it take to pry apart the Slayer's dimpled, dimpled knee. Yes. And he like rubs himself. And it's like, oh. Like, <laughs> and then he's like, did you bruise the boy? Yes. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> now, he makes a cardinal rule. He breaks yeah. a cardinal rule here. Yes. And he immediately is like, ha yes. The ring. <laughs> this is why you can't kill me. Why did you show her what it was? This is why I'm in the sunlight. You idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> and also, and he's like, he's still going on and he... He, he pretty much, like, breaks down what happened. Yeah. He's like, oh, let me guess. He uh, played the sensitive lad, and he got you to seduce him. And You can see it in her... And, you know, she's getting... he's She's getting as much as mm-hmm. she's giving. It's a good fight. It's very good. It's a good fight. But then, as you always say, she he makes the mistake of yep. really pissing her off. He brings up Angel. Yep. But before that, there's two weird little cut scenes. We go back to the tunnel, and Harmony's crying. Mm. And the gang has found her. And then the clinger. My platinum baby. He's my uh, platinum. Yes. He's my platinum baby, and I loved him. <laughs> 
the stage five clinger has shown up. How did she put a tracking device in <laughs> yes. Xander's shoes? How did she find him? How did she find him at the dorm? She's not. She's not, not a student. vengeance demon at this point. She's not, she's a, not a student. How did she find him at the dorm? Know? I mean, did she just pop around every place? I, she go to Giles's first. She Probably go to the bronze. She go to I don't know his, his basement. And she had to have to have. Maybe he's a Buffy's, and he's just like Anya. I don't have time. And you know what? Fully justified. Yes. It's. I mean, she looks destroyed. Yeah. But seriously, though, stage five clinger. Yeah, you have. Um, Overstage, you're welcome just a bit. Like you are, mm-hmm. you're getting really creepy. One, yes. two, it is like seriously a life or death situation right yes. now. Yes. So, but- and again, she another how I met your mother. She is kind of flipping that hot crazy scale. <laughs> she is way out of balance on that hot crazy scale. Yeah, she's fucking it up. So then Xander eventually does find her unnecessarily though, and tries to get involved. This is really an unnecessary moment. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't yeah, have been there. He, no. he creeps in, gets his ass knocked out. Yeah, and that's pretty much. Like, and we, you hear Buffy go, Xander, no, oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> Xander, get out of here. Uh, okay, um, yeah. So after, I guess after Spike has done this and he's nearly broken our, Buffy's arm off, yep. and he's like, so I guess you know Parker didn't want to stick around for a second go at it. <sighs> Seems like I heard that some somewhere before. Ouch. Oh yeah. Angel. Oh. 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 You shouldn't have said that. Yeah. That got your ass kicked. Because now she's mad. That got your gem of Amara stolen. Uh-huh. Snatched right off your hand. And he's like, don't take it off of me this way. We'll both burn. Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah. Doubtful. I'm willing to risk. Because mm-hmm. what's going to happen is you're going to catch fire and I'm going to push you away. Exactly. No. That's like I'm not. This ain't going to hurt me at all. <laughs> so she does. And he runs off. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming back to the tunnels. Yeah, he jumps in a hole. <laughs> I do like his line when he first shows up, the whole gem of a uh, sponsor of my killing. You. Yes. <laughs> I like that line, too. It's such a good one. He's, it's just per usual. Spike has all the best lines. Mm-hmm. In um, At Giles's apartment, we have a nice discussion about the ring and Buffy decides she's going to give it to Angel. Mm-hmm. Giles thinks it should be destroyed. But Buffy decides that she's going to give it to Angel. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw your note here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's true. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, so she decides to give this ring to Angel. Um, Buffy sends Oz to L.A. to yeah. give the ring to Angel, and um, <laughs> Xander shuts his fucking mouth about it. Yes, because Willow says she's giving it to Angel. Don't make a big deal, right? And he like. He actually shuts his fucking mouth. Right. Don't say a word. This right. has nothing to do with you. Bring it down. So this and this is a premise of an angel crossover. Yep. And is this the first angel crossover? Yeah. Te- um, technically, full on crossover. They had that weird like he the called her house. Thing, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't technically call that right. a crossover. So yeah, this is in the dark, and it's such a good episode. Another good episode because uh, Spike is in it. <laughs> the opening monologue <laughs> is one of my all-time favorites. No, not the hair. To the angel mobile. Wait. <laughs> I was once a badass vampire. <laughs> no, I'm just a big fluffy puppy with bad teeth. It's so good. Oh God. Um. So yeah. So. I'm curious. I don't remember this at all, but did Angel at least call her to thank her for the ring? No. 
Okay. Don't think so. Yeah, all right, fine. And didn't end up telling her that he destroyed it either. Nope. Nope, so she was just kind of wondering <laughs> whatever happened about that. Maybe she told Oz and Oz took it back, but I don't know. And wife, you're having gigs in L.A. Um, <laughs> why are you still in school? <laughs> and what if, what's your major? There's never discussed what Oz's major is. Hotel management. So he could be up nights. <laughs> Taxidermy. <laughs> I really director. like I like the way this episode ends. The juxtaposition of each story coming together on mm-hmm. this walkway of this path. Right. So Buffy and Willow are talking about how sad she is and what bad decisions she makes. Maybe Parker <laughs> and I can still work it out. Woo. <laughs> In a few episodes, we're going to talk about the poop head principle. <laughs> Again, she's not getting this poop head principle. So she's just like, you know what? You go ahead with your crazy ass and think that. I'm going to go back to the room. And then you see these three paths that don't ever really meet. Mm-hmm. All of these women are in one place. Buffy sulking about Parker. Mm. Anya sulking about being a stage five clinger. <laughs> and Xander calling her on it. <laughs> <laughs> and Harmony's upset about her platinum baby. <laughs> and they're all going, I don't know how they didn't cross over or see each other, right. but they're all going in different directions. Right. And it's just a neat way to end the episode. It is. Because, I mean, throughout the whole episode, they've been kind of doing these, like putting certain big scenes up at back, you know, back, yeah. backed up against each other. For all three of them. And, you know, it's just, you know, all girls have prop boy problems at some point. And no matter if you're a vampire or an ex-Vengeance demon or the Slayer. Yeah. Some dude is going to get your goat. Yep. Um, so we've got some... There were a lot of noteworthy lot, scenes. This is just a great episode. It's a good episode. The whole entire damn thing is a, is a noteworthy scene. I love it. Harmony is a vampire. She's and she's so annoying. She is. She's so annoying. Comically so. Um, the juxtaposition of Spike threatening his la- one of his lackeys, and then Harmony rolls up on him and calls him Ponty Bear <laughs> and begs him to kill Window Willow. <laughs> I want you to say this is for my sweet girl. <laughs> okay, get away from me. It's Mm-mm. like real apparent early on that Spike can't stand her, and he's just as soon as he hears her voice, he's like. <sighs> How did I bring this? <laughs> and then, of course, <clears throat> the bed crawl. The bed crawl. That whole entire scene that takes place in that room. And uh, you're right; she's a different kind of crazy than Drew. She's just—I <laughs> don't know how to describe it's harmony. Purposefully, it's, yes, she's it's, dumb. Yeah, but I feel like she knows mo- most of the time. She knows what she's doing, especially with Spike. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and it's a little sadomasochistic. And Drew was just, woo! <laughs> I love when they're playing the role-playing game in season five and she's dressed up as Buffy. Ooh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'm going to stake you. <laughs> Buffy gave it up to Parker. Yeah, makes her choice. Ugh. Ugh. And Oz going to L.A. to give Xander, the, or to give Angel the ring. Yep. <laughs> And Anya pulling the naked man. <laughs> I mean, it's a little weird, but good Anya. Yeah, and like that, I what mean, they say, it works. Like, <laughs> what are the odds? One out of every. How many people were on that show? There was uh, six. Six of them total. Four. 
five. Five. So one out of five times, I think they said it would work <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and then, yeah, Buffy got pumped and dumped. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's crass. But true. But true. Oh. And then Spike staking Harmony. <laughs> that That's brutal. Like that in itself, like it's in, like it's one thing to have outward hatred for someone. Right. But it's another. He tried to end her. He tried to end her. <laughs> he was done. Yeah. And their relationship does not end here. No. <laughs> that's the that's the fucked up thing. Like you would think she'd be like, you know what? That motherfucker tried to kill me. I should maybe move out. Yeah. Just go on somewhere else. But and, she stays uh, there. Yeah. And that's why he crawls back to her like literally in pangs. <laughs> yes. <think>. Because <laughs> he has nowhere else to go. There are some bad things about to happen to yes. old plat- platinum baby. <laughs> to Blondie Bear. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> things don't go so well for him here, but he will become a series regular very soon. Oh, life is about to get good, children. So good. Life's about to get good. Um, we picked our song of the week. We had several burns, and there's probably going to be so. It's probably going to be the thing in every episode. Yeah, if there's we're not going to be involved. able to choose them. <laughs> it's just you made a bear. <laughs> Undo it. Undo it. Undo it. Up <laughs> uh, zero bodies dropped. Zero. Just That's a, so weird. Just a bunch of egos and... and, and I feel like the guy in the smoking. tunnel probably died, though. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy at that party, he oh, he, he probably he's, died. Yeah. yeah. There's no way anybody... No. So Spike and Harmony were, Harmony were responsible for possible bodies dropped. Possible, too. <laughs> we're pretty sure, almost. Um, yeah, this is the crossover episode <clears throat> for In the Dark. Yep. Uh which I'm probably going to end up watching that tomorrow just because now this is fresh I in want, my mind. I want the monologue. I got to yes. see the monologue. <laughs> and that weird, creepy ass man. Oh, God. He's awful. So creepy. He likes kids, y'all. It's, it's, we'll eventually get there. Yeah. We're going to go through all of Buffy. We decided to do it this way and then go back and then give Angel as a series the attention on its own so instead of the attention it truly deserves and i don't get people that don't like angel i don't understand it either. i don't understand it like i get not liking boreanis i get that and yes it was kind of a clunky first season Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was a little was a little rough do we have to watch the one with the doctor who could separate his body parts we have to power through it because i all i ever think about is his hand goes running around. His eyes go running around. You know that man sent his dick out places. You know he did. <laughs> you know he did. And did he send it with why, the testicles? I don't know why we never addressed it. I know. Like, let's just let's just go ahead. Just said, <laughs> let's just address the snake in the room, guys. Just slithering up your sheets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh God, what a nightmare that would be. What are you? <laughs> That is some that's some true assault right there. That's, <laughs> that's on a just whole... slapping you in the side. <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> oh my god! Let's set it on fire. <laughs> oh. So the moral of this story: college is a great time to learn to solve your own fucking problems mm-hmm. and learn to recognize a one night stand and don't be a stage five clinger out the box. Yep. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, it's all about situational awareness. You mm-hmm. gotta pick up cues on people. Yeah. Like, if that motherfucker wasn't calling you, just let it go. Like, let it go. Two days goes by, he hasn't, you haven't talked to him. That's it. Let it go. Just let it go. You Move have on. To lick your wounds in private. Do yes. not let them, sh- don't show them weakness. And Buffy, you're in college. There is plenty of dick on that of campus. Dick. A lot of dick. You keep picking the wrong ones, but yeah. sure. Oh, God. Riley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Does Buffy ever actually kick off in Parker's ass? At no point. No point does she ever. She hits him with the stick. And oh, that's she's... right. Beer bad. <laughs> she kills him. <laughs> if you've seen the episode, the the crack on the head she gives him with the stick, he should be dead. But it just knocks him out. Mm. And then she has that really funny dream. <laughs> right, where she saves him from something. In that episode, too. So, unfortunately, we're not done with this piece of shit. <laughs> no, he's still, he's around for at least, like, two more episodes. And then he's around one more episode after that, because he says something some incredibly crude. crude. That's like, yeah. Oh. I've heard some crude things in my day. He deserves to get punched. He's not even, like... <sighs> I feel like he's 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 not even at that level as a person to feel comfortable enough to make that kind of I know. disgusting comment. Yeah. Like not that anybody's okay, but it's not like he's rich or powerful right. or extremely good looking or anything like that where yeah. he should have been feeling comfortable mm. to make that comment. Mm. Parker, you're an arse. You're a piece of shit. Piece of shit. So what did you guys think of the harsh light of day? Uh the harsh light of day. Everything always looks a little bit brighter. A little more harsh, yeah. A little more tiresome, a little more, a little different than things looked with those beer goggles on, or in Oof. the in the moonlight. I've or... had some beer goggles, <laughs> haven't we all? Yeah, yeah. Send us your comments. We want to hear what you thought. We've only had one voicemail so yeah. far. Maybe uh, tell us your one night stand stories. Yes, if you're so inclined. <laughs> that would be great, actually. Um, yeah. If somebody sends us. Yeah, if you if somebody sends in their uh, one night stand story, sure, I think we will owe you. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure we can find a prize that we uh, could probably deliver for that. Yeah, so uh, uh, call us at four one two three eight five seven two five zero, or you can record an MP3 file, less than two minutes, and uh, email it to revisitingsunnydale at gmail dot com. We'll totally play it on the air. Yep. Unless you say otherwise, and then we'll just have to summarize what you said. Yeah. So next week's episode, we're talking about fear itself. Another one of my favorites. Yeah, it's another good one. Another mm-hmm. a Hall- a Halloween app. Mm-hmm. A very special Buffy. It's Halloween time. I don't think they've ever had a bad Halloween app. All I can recall are like two. That one. So they're, well, three. Donnie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, well, uh, that's still not the right one. But I, for whatever reason, I've started thinking about shwab, shwab. <laughs> <laughs> Sadie Hawkins. Oh man! All right, so subscribe, follow, and like us. Yeah, please do that. We we want all that. Um, You can follow us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale, or me Camila at the underscore Rugged Angel, or me Marcella at M Spear seven three three eight. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Um, if you guys watch James Marster's show, his online show Vidiots with Mark Devine. Um, and if you are a fan of supportspike.com, the creator, the web, the creator of support spike and the producer of idiots, Teresa Fortier, she was on my other podcast, the rugged angel cast. So awesome. you can check that out. Uh, the rugged angel cast, uh, right at rugged angel cast on Twitter or the rugged angel cast on Facebook. And you can find that episode from last week. Uh, awesome. She has a pretty decent story. All right. So, uh, till next time, guys, and uh, go seriously check out Devil Doll.
Sure. Arg.